Kalibera, Kalispera, whatever time you are watching, this is my part. I'm Stel. I've got Thasso here. And first of all, I'd like to thank our sponsor, The Fine Harvest. As you can see, fineharvest.co.uk. Visit their website for a collection of carefully selected fine foods from small batch artisan producers. See, I did that all in one go and I didn't even fuck up artisan. I used to say artisan. Don't know why. I don't that's, know why. That's, that's a different thing, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I think yeah. we get that one wrong. But yeah, yeah. There you go. I, 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 saw, I saw on their Instagram yeah. as well, they've got halloumi in there. I saw the halloumi. That's important. And my favourite, peanut butter. I'm sorry. Ah, yeah. like, but, I'm a peanut butter fanatic. Yeah. Don't, don't mix those two up, though, I think is a bit... No, no, no. no. Well, actually, I've never tried it, actually. The sort of fried halloumi with, with uh, peanut butter, especially chocolate peanut butter. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you're you're going you're, you're going round. You, you all, all you're missing is the umami taste now. There, you know, mm. you're gonna stick a bit of soy sauce on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How the devil are you, young man? You are in the motherland, oh. aren't you? Oh yes, yes. As you can see, Yalisa uh, Leon gone a bit brown on the Ooh, head. You know, money. after after two, two two hours on the beach in Le Maison, it's all right. Oh. Which beach did you go right. to? Ah, uh, now. I can't remember what the name of it is now. It's tagged it on, on my Instagram. Fo fo follow, follow on the Instagram, and uh, and oh, you'll okay. and, and you and you'll remember. Yeah, but, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No, it's 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 near Ay Rafael. You know the hotel okay. near the old marina. Ah, very yeah, nice. Yeah, it's on the nice. on the east side of the old marina. Yeah. Well, I, when nice. I was younger, we used to go to Ladies Mile when I was a kid. Lady yeah. Mile, which is quite by the uh, the mall, and mm. uh, now I'm uh, when I'm in Limassol, if I'm going to go to the beach, I know it's not really. Well, I guess it's kind of Limassol, but Gurion. I love Gurion. Yeah, I love Gurion. Yeah, but yeah, same here. Lady's Mile is the one closest to my parents' house, so we go there the most. Allah, yeah, just just try and check it all out. There you go, lovely. Yeah, Bomba. Yeah, I've so, got. You. People, people yeah. watching on the feed as well, they might see members of my family walking past because <laughs> they want to they, 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 they get five seconds of their face on the internet. Why not? Give yeah. them their fame, man. Give them their flowers. They deserve it. They deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, dealing with me. Exactly. <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely. Right, my friend. Let's yeah. start off with, uh, with Group B. Let's do what we usually do. We've got two and yeah. a half minutes of Group B football. And here it? we go, Baralim, yeah, Baralimni beat Olympia. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, Baralimni beat Olympia goes by three goals to nil. Um, it looks like the survival fight is on, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're really going for it, aren't they? You know, it turns out if they play their best players, a team performs at its best. Who knew? No way. Who no knew? No way. Right, no it's way. it's 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 really it's a strange one, isn't it? Whereas, um, kind of on the other side of things, Olympiagos have kind of since they've appointed the new coach, have fallen off a cliff, haven't they? Yeah. It's not been great yeah. for them. No, no. And, yeah. uh, Gabriel Bursa got a one-all draw against Salamina. Uh, Bursa wasn't on the bench. We're we're going to find out later on why, or tell you guys why the great Bursa is no longer on the bench for Salamina, but. A, a reputable draw against Carmelo de a nothing game, I'd say. But yeah. what can you say? Yeah, I mean that, that's it. In the, in the notes, I said, "Yeah, this game happened." I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was. It was. It was a fairly, you know, it was a fairly standard game. But you can kind of see 
most people weren't really caring what was going on. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah. I'll started the first leg of their warm-up for the cup final, losing 2-0 to inform Anorthosi. Um, seemed like a pretty straightforward victory for Anorthosi, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fairly, fairly pedestrian for Anorthosi, really. I'll, uh, I mean, they're, they're not at the races at the moment, are they? No, you know, not, not the, their, their, their manager was hired on because um, the... Uh, Janewski wasn't getting the players motivated to perform during the league once mm. they once they got into the bottom group instead of the top group and yeah. this new guy was supposed to bring them get them motivated, get them performing and it doesn't seem to be happening for him either at the moment mm. Do you think they've got one eye on the cup final though? Oh yeah, they of course have that one eye on the cup final but you'd think they'd have some pride in mm. uh, you know getting some performances in uh, and some of those players really aren't doing it for him, I don't think. Yeah, but there's something that you noticed, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Let's bring so it up, the, shall we? So the IL so fans, the, the, the Ultras said that they're going to create a party atmosphere in these, in these two games before the cup final. And they mm. unfilled a banner beneath them uh, to, because the Ultras are called Gate 3. Yep. Not as they've put on the banner, Ga 3 to... <laughs> <laughs> I well, mean, I, I can see what they were trying to do. The, the E is right there. They could just exactly, yeah. three with the E. It's it's right there. <laughs> it, uh, instead, I mean, I mean, if you read it like a Gibro as well, it actually says Gazde. Gazde. <laughs> so, it could be a Russian sponsor. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. It's, it's oh, just, oh dear. Well, Listen, yeah. you, you've got to give them their, their props for trying. Do you know what I mean? It's okay, it's a little bit tack. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, but look, we're, we're not um, linguists. And to be fair, my my Greek is probably worse than their English. So I can't. Yeah, it's I can't just, you know, they, they, they paid for the banner. Somebody must have said something to them before they, you, <laughs> before they got the banner made. You'd have thought, but you know, till the end, that's all, till the end. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Anyway, they're not fun, <laughs> right? Okay, so and obviously got to win against Ayla, as we quite rightly said, but is it showing again? No, it's not. Doxa losing three one to Agrida. My goodness, my yeah. my goodness. Talk me yeah. through because I mean, was... I mean, this is wow. this is this is the game that kind of throws everything open, doesn't it? I know Agridas would. Dead and buried, dead and buried. What two, two, three weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, and obviously they've been performing well as of Baralimni and Doxas forms dropped off a cliff all of a sudden, which yeah. means now that Bar- you know Baralimni, uh, Akrita's still got a lot of work to do, but Baralimni are only one point off Doxas now. So That's right. it's very, yeah. very interesting. Yeah, um, mate. I'll tell you what. I, I um, obviously you can uh, point to Sadiq's penalty miss. Mm-hmm. Um, for Doxa being the, the major turning point by Eraso's goals, the second one yeah. especially. Did you hear the commentator? No, 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 video, no. But, mate, no. he was, oh, <laughs> this is the same guy that did the commentary for the Sadiq goal. I love this commentator. I need to know who he is because he, he gets very, very excited and, and, and yeah, good because, on him. But, yeah. yeah, because normally the commentators in Cyprus are like, and that's a goal for... Yeah. Yeah, we, need, we need a bit more energy, a bit more... Bit more, I don't want to say a bit more 
Neville-ness. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you need yes. that sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, uh, obviously we, we touched on the relegation dogfight. I think we can safely yeah. say that Olympiagos and Agrida are probably going to be the ones going down. But that yeah. third spot where you've got Doxa and Paralimni fighting for, it's it's got to be squeaky bum time for Doxa because their last three fixtures are Olympiagos, Salamina and Ael. Now you could say Ael win or lose the cup. They won't have anything to play for. Olympiagos, maybe they think there's a, there's a glimmer of hope. Salamina, managerless, doing okay. But then Salamina also faced Paralimni. Paralimni then faced Ael on Saturday, which obviously is the, the final game before the cup final. And then Anorthosi, final mm. game. I think Bar- if Paralimni yeah. yeah, weren't facing Anorthosi on the final game, I'd have given them maybe a, a 55% chance of staying up. Now it's gone down substantially for me. Yeah, the way Anorthosi are playing at the moment. So those players are playing for for, for a job, for the basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those players are playing for a job at the moment, which I don't understand why some of the other larger teams aren't getting those same performances out of their players that uh, should be on the chopping block. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a weird one, uh, but Anorthosi, uh, you know, Anorthosi's got the, the the manager's got them playing, whereas you know a team like Ael again not performing very well. Those two those two games, um, those two games could be very different depending on the result of the cup final for the team yeah. that's playing against Ael, because you know you're either gonna have so you're gonna have the team. That Ayala is preparing for the cup final, so are you going to play your best eleven, or are you going to rest quite a lot of those players? Are you going to mm. try out some tactics, try something different? Whereas after the cup final, if Ayala end up winning the uh, winning the game, they'll be just like that, ah, whatever. We, we we've won the cup now. What's going on? Whereas if they lose that, then you think. They'd be at least like, okay, let's finish the season with a win, you know. Yeah. Give something to the yeah. fans. But Absolutely. I think I think it all depends on how IL behave or misbehave in their in their games. Yeah. Well, mate, um, I don't know if you've seen the latest story. Obviously, we knew about this before it was I would say uh, official, but the uh, departure of Bursa at uh, mm-hmm. Salamina they've they've made mm-hmm. an announcement tonight and they basically said well he's he's gone we asked him if he could uh, cancel his agreement with us before um the scheduled date which i'm guessing is the end of the season mm-hmm. um yeah so they've ended his contract two or three games early uh, they thanked him for his time at the club for getting them promoted obviously for the good season yada 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 now to you and I, it has it has it's come as a surprise that he's left now, but it hasn't come as a surprise that he's actually left the club because we we know we've been saying all season he's been absolutely fantastic for them. Mm. So, what is first of all, what is your take on his departure being so soon, albeit with three games to go, and what do you think is next for him? 
So, um, I mean, we could talk about why the contract wasn't signed as well. Maybe mm. that might help. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, so apparently kind of almost everything was agreed to the up to the even like the breakaway fees, the cancellation fees for the contract. So they both agreed that whoever cancels the contract has to pay the other party 40,000 euros. Now, the, the stumbling block between the two, though, is a subclause which required that 40k to be paid in within 30 days. Now, obviously, now Salamina with the, with the budget and the finances that they have, trying to find 40k at an emergency in 30 days would be very, very difficult for them to get hold of. So they, couldn't, they wouldn't be able to agree to that specific clause in the contract. Uh, and both sides, these always representatives, decided that uh, you know the contract was no-go. Now, if the contract is no-go, then you've got no motivation to uh, to get the players, you know, up for the last, those last two, three games. Um, because, you know, I, I'm on my way, you know, do whatever you want. And the players as well, there's a psychological effect as well. If the players know that the manager is going to leave at the end of the season, regardless of performance, then psychologically that has, whether whether you want it to or not, I think it does have an effect on your performance. Uh, I think we saw it, uh, I'm trying to remember which Premier League team had the same thing happen to them last season. It happened last season. I can't remember who it was, but anyway, is there's a, there's a there's a psychological effect that that happens whether you mean it or not. And I think um, both parties decided that that it's probably best for him to not carry on if he's not going to be there next season. It does also free him up to talk to people now rather course, than at the end of the yeah. season. Of course, and we've we've had a rough idea who we expect him to join next season, but we're not going to go into that. Um, but I just want to talk about this coach a bit more because we, we call it Bursabal, the style of play that they've they've been playing this season. And yes, they've conceded some very silly goals and defensively they've been all over the place recently, but. You know, when you see the two central defenders getting a score sheet, Adoni has been fantastic for them this season. Uh, the signing of Chico Banza, brilliant. Uh, Dora Garay, you know, has reinvented himself at the club. Flori Dolomese mm-hmm. has been scoring goals. Botiak, and let's not forget, this is a, the coach that left Abuel under a cloud, having uh, started the season pretty poorly. I remember they lost 4-0 against Buffalo at the beginning of, the, of last season, and he, he was kicked out the door. And it was a little bit unfair, in my opinion, because the signings that were made weren't his signings, so to speak. They weren't players that he didn't he, that he wanted, and that's what he even said in a, in a statement. So he ended up at Salamina, got them promoted, which is it's a difficult league that second division in Cyprus, especially when you're on a shoestring budget. And this season, he's beaten Omonia twice, home and away. Um, he's beaten, I think they beat Ael. I think away from home, if I'm not, no, they beat Buffalo away from home, 2-1. And they also walloped Ajax 4-0 in the cup. And this is Ajax that, you know, only West Ham have really given them a thumping this season. So, I think... And Buffalo. And Buffalo, yeah, sorry. sorry. What I I would say is it was the Ajax before the 
form drop off. Yeah. So it was yeah. the 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 IAC that Probably. were kind of destroying the league yeah. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he did a fantastic job, and unfortunately, as you know, in Cyprus, reputations usually go down the toilet. But I think he's got enough credit in the bank, having having achieved so many brilliant things at, at Salamina. I, I'm I'm a Bursa fan. I, you, you, it's obvious, it's obvious. But I, I just like the, the the variation he has in his tactics. He's not afraid to go three at the back. He's not afraid to go four at the back. He's not afraid to go three up front. And I think he's a very progressive coach and he's a very, very underrated coach. Now, for me, I think he's worth a bigger club and I think he's worth a bigger club than in Cyprus. I think he can go back to Greece and do, do a very good job at a club there. But again, that's just my opinion. I don't know. No, I, I agree. I agree with you completely. He's, he's a, he seems to be a very good coach. He, you know, I mean, we saw Nelson, I mean, I kind of, I think it's only the last two, three games of the first phase where they, um, where they ended up uh, taking, you know, kind of falling away. But before that, they were on very good form. Like I said, they've been performing very well. They've still been performing very well, even though you know they don't have as much of a, uh, a positional factor. Uh, kind of motivation to keep them going when well, you know you've seen the teams like Anorthosis or Ael or uh, Garmiodisa where their form's kind of gone up and down as they've tried to kind of deal with being in the second group and not really being affected by the relegation battle whereas Salamina seem to have been quite steady so even even kind of on the psychological side of things he, was, he managed to keep the team very uh, very level-headed and that I think has been very important. Absolutely, mate. Well, I, I wish him the best. Um, as I said, I, I really rate him, and I think he's a, a far more progressive coach than people understand and believe. But anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. We've done Group B. Let's go on to Group A, the business end. And oh, where shall we begin with this one there? Let's 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 do it. Let's let's just do this. Omonia beating Buffer by a goal to nil. Uh, the commentator at full time said the team that didn't need the points got the points. And let's get it right. Fabiano for me has proved that he's the best goalkeeper in the league. This game he was absolutely sensational. But he's been doing this for as long as I can remember. Um, he's been a superb goalkeeper. He deserves a statue. Uh, he's been brilliant. And um, look, on another day, Buffer would have got the points had there been another goalkeeper. But speaking of goalkeepers, Buffer's goalkeeper, they spent £2 million on this guy. And uh, they could have spent another £4 million on goalkeepers because there's no chance he would have saved Jan Lesiak's goal, the winner, which we're going to see in just a moment. Um, shall we wait and, and see Lesiak's goal before we actually discuss the game? Or do you want to talk and then wait till the goal pops up and we'll just admire the uh yeah oh, just mate. drag <laughs> yeah just drag that sentence on until the goal comes you know they speak <laughs> in a very 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 slow tone just until it pops up yes no I, yes. I, I, slow I'll, motion I'll just, yeah no i'll just i'll just bring up very quickly like this week my predictions on twitter were quite accurate except for this result 
Now, mm-hmm. ba- ba- Bafos did me dirty, man. They should have. They should have. Uh, again, you know, they're, they're, these are the ones that should have had the motivation to to yep. to go, go out there and win the game. And Bosch, pick that out. I mean, we've been I mean, talking what do about. You do? Uh, what do you do? Uh, you just <laughs> you you could have had two or three two million pound goalkeepers in there. They would not have stopped that. And the thing is, I love that little shuffle of the feet before you hit the ball. But mate. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you scored a banger against Anorthosi last season, but this one, my God, what is, first of all, what is a left-back doing hitting the ball so cleanly like that? But, mate, I, I'm, I'm just, I've watched that goal about 30 times and I yeah. it's, I'm, I'm still lost for words, honestly. Yeah, it, no, it's 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 a really good goal. Uh, and, you know, even more, kind of like, it's, it's from, so, so it's from Lesiaks, and as you as you know, as people from the No, the no Trofters podcast know, and uh, on my Twitter account, basically everywhere, I've been shitting on this guy kind of almost mm. as much as I've been doing on Waris, um, because <laughs> because of, you know he's 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 had a poor season by his standards, but mm. you know if if he's if he's starting to pick up his form now, then uh, you know. Doing doing things doing things like that shot for instance, if he if he if he ends up uh, bringing that into the into the cup final, then Armonia I've got it in the bag. Yeah, well I'll tell you what, that's two games in the bounce. He's been really good, really mm. good, um, and it seems that Armonia's players are now hitting form at the right time. This isn't the time where you want players to be dropping four out of ten performances. I think defensively we were we were good. Um, and as I mentioned on the No Chofters podcast, when uh, Sofroni brought on Lang to, bring, uh, to have a third centre-back, we looked a lot more um, sturdy defensively. And yeah, I'm very pleased with the result. But in terms of Buffer, mate, they can't win the league now. Um, there was an article on, I think it was it 24 Sports, where they said that Bruno has gone 15 games without a goal. Or um, insist. Or an assist, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what what does this mean? Not for him, but what does it mean for Buffer next season? We obviously know they're going to be spending in the summer. I don't think Salgado is going to be there. I think they'll they'll bring in a new guy. Well, um, yes. yeah. I mean, they, they, I was going to say there 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 was some rumours that appeared like an hour or two ago as we're recording this that the Dubov has personally approached Getzbaya and offered him an eye-watering amount to uh, jump ship from the national team and to go to... But hold on. We, we heard about this rumour when... Um, when was it? It was before Bird got sacked. We heard yeah. that there, there were some... There yeah. were some murmurs that uh, Ketspire yeah. has been earmarked to be the next Buffer head coach, but they might as well mm. just bring back Milanic, which is the same thing. Well, <laughs> I listen. I'm not. I'm not going to go. All all I'm saying is, all I'm all I'm saying is that's what's being reported. Now, the 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 for some reason, uh, Dubov seems to think that uh, the wage packet that's being proposed at the moment is something that's going to take its buyer away from the national team. Uh, and that seemed to be the problem from the previous approach. Um, from from what's being said at the moment. So, um, if okay, let, let's let 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 let's put it this way, right? If if gets buyer gets the job, does Bruno still get into that team? That's a good question. That's a very good question because looking at the way Ketspire 
used Vada, I think Bruno does get in the team. Then again, Vada did a lot of donkey work as well, tracking back, fighting. I don't see that with um, with Bruno Felipe. So maybe he might utilize him as a number ten. Uh, look, this this doesn't make any sense to me at all. It, it, it really doesn't, no. honestly. And this this isn't a, a slight on Ketspire. I'm just saying it makes absolutely zero sense. And um, it, look, you're, you're quite right. Here it is. Here's the article on, on 24 Sport. Um, Buffer, again, uh, Timor, Ketspire. So it obviously talks about the link. He's got, uh, he signed his contract with the national team June 2022. <sighs> I don't know. I, I really don't know how this would be any kind of step forward for what they've got now. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think. If, you know, Dark Horse, maybe they go for Bursaididi. That would be, that would be an interesting That would be a better one, bet. Right? Yeah, that would be a better bet for sure. For yeah, sure. It would be, be a really interesting one, I think. But um, I don't think it's by the solution. The, I think, what's the question? Well, well, yeah, yeah. If if is the solution, what's the question? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I agree with you. I think, yeah, it's it, it's it's definitely a weird one, um, especially since the the, the the issue that they have as well, Buffer at the moment now is they've lost they've lost Gyro, yeah, uh, to injury, uh, and this was the game to kind of prove like, okay, we're more than more than Gyro, and they kind of proved in that game that if he's not on the pitch, they've got a lot, a lot, a lot of difficulties. Mm. Because it's not, it's not just the finishing with him, though, is it? Because he does a lot of, it does a lot of hard work, pressure. It does a lot of setting up and assists. It does quite a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and when you don't have that up front, when you're used to having that up front. It's, it's a bit difficult because I think yeah. I think that, I think uh, I think in the game against Omonia they started with uh, Abdul Rahimi up front, didn't they? That's right. Yeah, and yeah. and he's not uh, he's not an out and out striker. No, at least normally. So they might they might as well tried somebody like you know you know the the is it Lisandro, the the under nineteen kid. Well, hold on. They 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 signed That's scoring Tanko. loads. They signed yeah, Tanko. 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 Yeah. Right. They made a big fuss about him because they signed him officially in January and he was training with a club prior to that. He hardly gets a sniff. I think he came on for 20 minutes against Omonia at the weekend. So, again, like, is this a loss, uh, a loss of faith in, in the striker? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. The, the thing is, we obviously, Juninho was suspended after getting sent off against Abuel. Um, so they played Banayodo left back. Uh, Dimitriou, sorry. Dimitriou, Dimitriou left back. Yeah. Dimitriou. He's right-footed. Okay. Loizu had him on toast for most of the game to the point where the lad went off with a with a hammy. Yeah. Mm. Whoever comes into this buffer uh, system as a, as a head coach, the most important thing that they need to do is go back to basics, I believe, anyway. Because at the beginning of the season, we were talking about how well they were doing defensively, but there was a problem with the goalkeeper. Now, to... Ivosic's credit, he could do nothing about Lesiak yeah. well. Nothing. Yeah. But he's dropped a couple of clangers in the in recent weeks. He's got Pirich syndrome. Yep. Right. There was the goal against Abuel, which he should have saved, in my opinion. Yep. There was the goal that he gave away against Omonia, the 2-0. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we gave the ball straight to, was it Gusso, I think, and Besedin scored from 25 yards. Even the goal that Kasama scored, the deflection, you could argue if he got his feet right, he'd have saved it. So what happens next? Do they focus on uh, shoring up the back line or do they just go full frontal attack and rely on Jaira to get them the goals? Because as you quite rightly said, Jaira has more to him than just goals. I remember speaking to one coach who was, who was in Cyprus up until recently. He said, Jaira is a bastard. And not in a bad way. It's just that yeah. he is so physical. He drags defenders out of position. He's a nuisance. Mm -hmm. And that obviously enables his teammates to get more involved in the game. But then I look at Abdurrahim up front. He's not going to do that job. Bruno certainly ain't going to fucking do that job. Tankovic was their best player. Albeit he missed a half full of, He could have had a hat-trick had it not been for Fabi. So... Buffalo are going to have to go back to basics. And to be honest, mate, and I'm sorry for banging on for too long, but it seems to me that there's there's going to be a major clear-out at that club in the summer. It's almost as if they're going to be I, starting from I scratch. Would, I, would, I would expect so. Um, mm. I think, you know, it's it's the... I think I keep going back to them getting rid of Semedo. What, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever he was doing with the team... As soon as he left, there was a gap, and that gap hasn't been filled. And the more that gap continues to be there, the more it's widening. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree, totally. Totally. And, and, and you know, I, I didn't. And, you know, obviously, I, I talked about Semedo finishing not great, but his assists, his wing play, quite a lot of that, uh, quite a lot of the work that he did setting up goals and key passes and the rest of it, it was very important for them. Um, yeah. Now, I don't know how why that's affected them defensively as well. But some, something's it, happened there. It could be a system thing, because if you remember with Berg, they always had uh, Nam and Gane in the middle. They very rarely had Dragomir there, but if they had mm -hmm. to, they, they'd put him there. But Semedo is a very direct forward He's gangly, he's he's awkward, but he's very direct. Bruno, it, this this is the same Bruno Armonia. There's there's no difference. Okay, apart from the goals, but he has the same party trick. He'll take the ball in the final third. He'll try and beat the man. He'll try a bit of skill. He won't go into the box. He won't try to deliver a cross. He 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 fucks up too much. He fucks about too much. If that makes sense. Instead of being direct like Semedo and just getting the ball in the box as, as soon as you as soon as you can, he wants to take an extra touch, he wants to cut inside, he wants to play it backwards, he wants to find the central midfielder, just get it in the box. And it's no surprise that Zyro has been working double hard because it's almost as if he has to create his own opportunities. If if uh, Tankovic isn't playing or yeah. Valakari isn't playing, where's the supply? Well, yeah, I mean that, that I I mean, that's probably a reason why his goals have dried up since then as well. Because, you know, we keep talking about him being top goal scorers, scoring 18 goals this season. But how many of the uh, have been since January? There you go. That's that's something for our, our listeners to do your research for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have it in front of me now. I'm not going to bother. No, no, no. Anyway, uh, one more thing. What Obviously, it means nothing for Omonia in terms of the league because... We're obviously going to finish six, but I think that is a massive shot in the arm 
going into the cup final. I know we've got Alice at the weekend and I don't expect us to play a full-strength squad. I don't expect us to win that game. I fully expect us to bend over backwards and let Addis beat us because obviously it prevents up well, well in eight or let's just say it pre- not prevents up well, but it adds a spanner in the works for them to win the title. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, but in terms of the, the confidence, in terms of everything in general, uh, as a setup for the cup final, what do you think this result does in the performance, obviously? Well, you know, um, Sofroni motivation is a factor. So obviously getting a result like this against Baffo as well. Passion. Um, well, yeah. Not only that is they got a result. <laughs> I'm joking. Not only, no, I'm no, joking. but 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 not only that is one of the players that people were kind of dragging them on as well. Like, why did you get rid of him? Kind of proving that in front of him as well. Probably yeah. Sofroni probably geared, geared them up even more for that. Like, you know what? Show him why he messed up wanting to leave. So, yeah. you know. And so psychologically, you know, coming into you know, better performances, uh, I, I, you know, I think they'd be favourites now. You know, before yeah. you'd probably look at kind of how they were, how the season was coming to an end for them. It was kind of like plodding along and like not really, there wasn't really anything to play for in the league. Whereas now, even still, there's there isn't anything to play for in the league. They've got they've got a fire in them at the moment mm. something which IL are finding very hard for themselves to do yeah so it's kind of like I think I think it's Omonia's to lose right now yeah absolutely but it's a one-off cup final so cliche here anything can happen form goes out the window form goes out the window that's the one yeah. <laughs> right um, speaking of form Abolon were in good form going into the game against Addis after beating Omonia 2-1, coming from a goal down to win 2-1. But hey, they faced Addis and Addis, well, they were out of the traps like a, I don't know, Greyhound, I guess. They were flying. Four minutes. Oh, there you go, flying. (laughs) 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 They they did it for me. They they gave me Uh, the plan straight away. Crikey, yeah. So 2-0 after, what, 10 minutes, 7 minutes, 8 minutes? And uh, effectively, I'd, I'd say that was it. Abolon had absolutely nothing. I, I watched that game along with the other game. I had one on, on the laptop and one of them on the on the telly. And um, I, di- I didn't see anything about Abolon. Maybe they, I think they put up a fight in the last 10, 15 minutes. But Aris were just, they were, they were, they were explosive on the counter-attack. They were clinical in front of goal. In fact, they had two goals disallowed, uh, which yep. obviously we're going to discuss. So, yeah, I, I'll, I'll give you the floor now, mate. No, no, I mean, you know, they really kicked Abolon's ass, really. There isn't, mm. especially in the first half, you know, this game could have finished 5 or 6 nil. Um, just, it was, it was kind of, especially in the first half, it was attack after attack after attack after attack. It just, it just kept happening, you know, that, that kind of that Irish style of play where they just overload you all the time. Uh, and kind of, Abolon fell out the first, Fell at the first hurdle, you know. I think I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to give you know Jovanovic and other you know other places players excuses. But you know the if you look at the if you look at the behind the goal behind the goal line uh, in the away end where all the Abolona fans were sat, I'm pretty sure there's no toilet roll left 
in the, in the away in the, in the away end uh, toilets. There. Well, maybe, maybe yeah, all of those that. toilet rolls, maybe all of those toilet rolls I loved on the pitch are just left over from COVID. You know, when we were <laughs> fighting for two, for, fighting for Luro, and all the Abolon fans just had a shit ton of Luro. I'm not going home with this. <laughs> oh, there, you, there you go. There you go. Try, try and uh, try and build a mountain of it on our side of the pitch. It, it, it kind of, I don't know. When I was watching the game as well, you kind of, you kind of see Jovanovic. Like he, he, he keep, he kept trying to pick it out of his, out of his boots a lot. Yeah. Which, which I think you know had an effect on things. So is this the offside? Yes. Yeah. Is it, it, how is this offside? There's only one line. Well, I I think the offside was given for the man in between the two central defenders. Okay, so my question is there is how is he affecting play? Ah, he isn't. He isn't. And and this is the thing. Once again, this the offside rule is just it's baffling. Because look, we saw it in the Premier League with Marcus Rashford's goal against Manchester City. <laughs> and that was as blatant as offside as I've seen for a long time. This, yeah. however, I, I don't know why it was given. Um, that, here's the other thing, right? You you talk about it maybe being the other guy, but if you have a look, where the where the red line is drawn down from is it is it uh, uh, who, who who is that? Is it Gomis? It's Gomis. Right. Yeah, so it's Gomis, it's, yeah. it's off it's off Gomis. It's not off the yeah, but he's off not off between the two defenders. He's not off. No, he's not off. Well, in my opinion, he's not off, but. I don't know. Look, it is what it is. It didn't affect the game. Um, no, Aris were just too good, man. And and the thing is, they could have had more. It, it was it was an onslaught. It really was yeah. an onslaught. But the, the thing is, what I will say about Aris, and it's something that I noticed in the last few weeks, they start the game so aggressive because, as you know, in Cyprus, the the, the first five ten minutes of matches aren't frenetic. They aren't really end to end. It's more like both teams. Like, like a boxing match, you know, first round, they get a few jabs in, try and land a shot, but it's feeling each other out kind of thing. Aris, mm. they start off 100 miles an hour, and I see what they're trying to do. They just want to obliterate a team in the first yeah. half an hour, get as many goals as you can, and then just soak up pressure afterwards. Yeah. You know? And for me, when you've got players like Gomis, Mayambella, Bambika with the pace, Gogorin, who, you know, he's been a little bit off the pace lately, but he's still a, a vital cog. Mm-hmm. They, they just destroy everyone in their path. And, and this is a team that's fully focused, man. They, they, they're not they're not in awe of the occasion. Now, this goal was disallowed for a foul on Varda. Yep. And I think you you believe that it was a foul on Varda. Yeah, it, yeah, I think it's a foul, but they should have brought it back a lot quicker. The fact that they let play go on for so long, I think is what, uh, you know, that, that that should have been like, oh, we need to call that back. You know, you watch it back two or three times. By the time that Arias ended up scoring the goal that was disallowed, you know, you could have watched that. You could have watched that happen with Waris and, and I can't. I can't remember. Was it? Was it? Um, was it Bileas who was who, yeah. who, who, who tackled him? You know, no, you no, could no, was it Benson? Yeah. Sorry. No, bro, no, Brawson, Brawson, Brawson. Sorry, right, we're going we're we're to go through all the white players in this team, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> M- M- mention Brown in there as well. Mention Morgan as well, so he's not so he's not left out. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, you can see it's a foul because you, you 
you know, well, why did I get, uh, get his shirt pulled back as as Benson's, uh, Brawson is down? Brawson. So Brawson's gone down and he pulls Wilder down with him. So it is uh, a free kick. Do you know what? I'm going to disagree with you. You're going to disagree? disagree with you. Yeah, oh, I think okay. this is, you know, you know when they say this is six and one, half dozen of the other? Yeah. Right? I can see why it was given. But if you look at Vada, he's also got a handful of his shirt as well. Look, look at his left uh, arm. His elbow is yeah. bent, so he's holding on to that. In fact, look at his right hand. is round the back of the player. Yeah. And obviously, they're holding on to each other. Yeah, but it's that, right, it's, it's that, yeah. it's that end one. Yeah. See, if, 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 if Brawson had just gone down and just let it go, uh, then, then that's a goal. But, yeah. you know, it's a bit of the frustration coming in from Mawarda being on top of him in that, yeah. in that phase of play. I, I don't know anyone if... that would want Varda on top of him, to be honest. <laughs> I'm walking away. Oh, I'm getting further and further away from that. All right, Craig David. All right. All right, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Come back now. <laughs> yeah, but... But yeah, it's. I think. I think it's. I think if if he doesn't, um, if he doesn't let go, you know, if he doesn't grab hold right at the end there, then then there's no uh, there's there's no foul. But it's just that that last. No, come down with me, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I think it's been that, that catches him out. There you go. Okay, on to the final game. On to the final game, and would you, Adam and Eve it? Abuel have finally won a game in the playoffs. It's not too little too late. They still have a chance of winning the title. There's two games to go. They came from a goal down to beat Ayek 2-1. Now, this isn't me being salty. Ayek had a bag of injuries in this game. But um, they opened the scoring with a wonderful goal. Top bins, mate. You don't Mm -hmm. stop that. But Abuel came back. They got a penalty, which originally it was saved. Uh, and the referee said, you need to retake it because of encroachment. Marquinhos stepped up. It was Kvinitai who missed the first one. Marquinhos made it 1-1. And Diwali scored a goal from a set piece. And we could say, once again, Pirich syndrome <laughs> returns, yeah. beaten at his near post. But to be fair, mate, I'm not going to lie, Abuel deserved the victory. Second half, they defended very, very well. Uh, got bodies behind the ball, made it very frustrating for Ayek. Limited them to, to half chances, quite literally. Um, and that's the win that they wanted. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, pretty much this this was this was a must win for them. There's a, a very weak penalty from Kvidaya. Yeah, Piric, you know, does very well to save uh, the, the original penalty here. I just wanted to have, I just wanted to, to pick this up. So the only reason it's encroachment is because the defender carries on running. But the thing is, if if he just let Pirich get to that second ball, there's no encroachment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, uh, yeah. So so going back to uh, going back to, to to your statement, yeah, they they needed they needed this win. They badly needed it. Not just not just obviously to keep up with the title, but just to get a win. Um, you know that the form they've been in uh, up up until this point has been been something dreadful you know it's if if you think about how long the playoffs have been going on and this is the first win they've had in the playoffs it's uh it's, it's unbelievable for the team the fact that they're still within a shout of um 
getting to the title, even with the form they've been in, is testament to the kind of form they were in earlier in the season, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's, exactly. yeah. But um, it made the hell of a difference playing in Dongala, I'll tell you that. And I, yep. I think we called it a couple of weeks ago how important this guy could be for him. And um, he yep. gave Ayek all sorts of problems down that right-hand side. But yep. it's going to be a, a very, very... Um, I'm not going to use the word interesting for, for next weekend because we always say it's going to be interesting. But I think it'll be very... Um, what's that? I'm trying to use a different word to describe it. And the word isn't isn't in my head right now. I know what I'm trying to trying to say, but it's just not coming out. Put it this way: I think Techi best describes how I think this weekend is going to be because obviously Abolon are facing uh, Abuel. It's going to be one of those games where you know Abolon have done pretty well against Abuel this season, um, and obviously Omonia going to Aris. I don't expect Omonia to win, but how do you think the uh, the game against Abolon is going to go for Abuel at the weekend? It's good. Uh, is the word you're looking for enthralling? I'd rather say tetchy because I think there's going to be fireworks. Oh yeah, oh, that that's for sure. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, it's going to be. It's definitely going to be an interesting one. I'll tell you that. The because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <I'll look>, cheers. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't want to use the word interesting. I know, but I, I'll use it instead. No. Um, yeah, uh, you know, there's no love lost between the two teams either, um, and uh, it's I I I don't want to be the one to say you know there's normally a bit of issues on the on the A1 before the away fans get get to the stadium when it was at the Tirio. Uh so 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 we'll 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 see what happens. Um, just to just to let everybody know as well, I'm going to be seeing I'm going to be seeing this live, so it's going to be it's going to be an event for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and report back what happens. Yeah, do do a video um, diary for us. Do a video I, diary. I'm, I'm I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'll I'll, I'll tell you that. But yeah, <laughs> going go go going back to um kind of the you know playing Dongala. The other thing that happened as well is obviously for Abuel Ben got a massive injury in like the 14th minute but somewhere near the Ike goal as well like a big yeah. big 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 injury is his Achilles heel tendon he's ruptured it yeah yeah so he's going to have to go in for an operation for that so he's going to be out for well I'm thinking probably seven months minimum well I mean I, I, minimum. Uh, his uh, um, kind of uh, his experience a seven a seven month um, break would normally mean an end to a career, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, how old is he now? 33, 34? Uh, oh, I will look that. I am looking this up live, everybody. He's thirty three. Yeah. Um, so in fact, he turns he turns thirty four in June. Yeah. So you know. Players do come back from that injury, but it's the kind of injury that can also retire a player. So, exactly. So exactly. it's yeah. Uh, it is sad but, for the guy to be honest because yeah. he joined Abuel with such a big reputation. He was banging goals in in Serbia, very well loved by the Red Star Bell, great supporters. They were gutted to see him leave. Obviously, you know, time the time is up, so to speak, to change the cycles and. Um, 
he hasn't done much apart from that no, wonder he, goal against Abolo. Yeah, he started very well. So it wasn't just the, the free kick. It, there was like a two or three very good uh, appearances at the start. He scored against Paralimni, if I'm not mistaken. It was against Paralimni. The 2 1, when Makeda scored the first with a header, and then I think uh, Stalcio set him up for the second. I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. But he, the first three, two or three games performed very, very well. Then Ramadan started, yeah. which uh, obviously has an effect on a player's performance, especially since um, you know a lot of the a lot of the games in Gibraltar, um, you know, kind of start before sundown as well. So yeah. Can be can can have a very uh, negative effect on a on a player's stamina and performance, um, and it just hasn't been the same since. Whether it's down to some underlying fitness issue, injury, and he's been playing through injuries and whatnot, and then obviously again aggravated, which <sighs> we keep going back to this. Something's going on at Arhangelos, whatever's going on, because. The operation that he's going to have to have is the fifth surgical intervention that they've had to do for this season. That's concerning. It's, it's very it's, concerning. It, it is concerning. It, you know, but we, we, we've touched on this before. Yeah. Like we, we spoke at great length about the amount of injuries that they've had and perhaps it's about impact. Perhaps it's about the amount, amount of training, the type of training. These things clearly need to be reevaluated for next season because not only due to the injuries, but there's something that you pointed out in the, in the notes, something that Crespo said on his uh, Instagram account, yep. which on the one hand, you could say, oh, you know, it's, it's just, you know, a bit petty kind of thing. But at the same time, you can understand why he's saying these things. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll leave this for you, mate. Yeah, you want me to read it out? Well, you can. I, you're just I, yeah, I'll, I'll read it out because I'm, I'm I'm a sarcastic bastard normally. Anyway, so let's let's go for it. So, <laughs> so, so Crespo, so he posted this on Instagram. I wanted to especially thank the Cyprus FA official page for organising the tournaments. That even without stopping for the World Cup, we are going to finish the league on May 28th. Taking into consideration that last year the preseason began on June the 15th, and this will be no different for at least 14 in Cyprus uh, for the European competitions and their qualifying phases. So thank you very much to be competing for 11 and a half months. It's something that the players appreciate from the heart. With so with so much rest, I'm sure the next year will be very beneficial for injuries. I hope you continue to have always taken into consideration the health and well-being of the players, that although we aren't an important part of football, you make us feel very important. I know that it will be difficult for you to enjoy during the two months of holidays in July and August, as we will do in two weeks. But I hope you enjoy and rest enough for next year to carry out such important work as this year. Thank you so much. PD, I don't want to say nothing about other countries stopping for the World Cup, having the same teams, same system and finishing two weeks before. They are crazy. <laughs> loco. Loco, 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 loco. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, that's probably the, the longest sarcastic um, piece of literature I've, I've ever read, in all oh, fairness. Man, 
he's dived think... into the the Gibreago system, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean Shakespeare <laughs> is Shakespeare is ready to make a comeback. <laughs> oh man, you know? is... but I it... look, I can I can see his point though. Yeah, and I think this is a conversation that you know can go on forever about. But let's for the for the sake of content, let's let's quickly discuss this because, okay, many nations put their seasons on hold as a result of the World Cup. I get it. Mm -hmm. But that was a whole month, right? Now, if they did delay the Brathlima for a month, look at the problems that we're having now in terms of, for example, the cup final having to be moved from the end of May or the beginning of June, shall I say, to the end of May because players' contracts run out on the 31st of May. Mm-hmm. Now, on the one hand, I, I agree with Crespo because, yeah, th- they should have put a halt to it. But at the same time, where would they have fit the matches? Now, they had a week off over Easter for some strange reason. They didn't really have much of a Christmas break. They did have a bit of a break, but nothing much. Mm-hmm. So where would they have put all of these games? How would they have sandwiched them in? Because either way, you're still going to hear players saying, well, we play too many games because they'd have to put them in midweek. Don't get me wrong. While it's only a month and it's only four games, still four games that they need to sandwich in before the end of the season. So yep. what would you think would be the solution? See, it's it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because the the climate in Cyprus doesn't allow to really have games earlier in August. Now they already started the season a little bit early, I think, as well, because they played yeah. games on the twenty second, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's already the temperature is really, really high, especially in Lefkosia. You know, it's it's not it's not unheard of for it to get to forty. In Lefkosia in uh, yeah, in sure. August, so you can't really move those games earlier into the summer because you're going to it's going to be a health issue. It's going to be a health hazard for those players. Yeah. You know, they they actually when the weather when the temperature gets that high, they tell people to stay indoors, put the air conditioning on. Don't go. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. why. That's why a lot of these teams, a lot of the Cypriot teams do pre-season in the summer in places like Poland and Lithuania and Latvia, Estonia, because those places have got cooler temperatures in the summer, which are better for, especially the fitness kind of training that they need to do in pre-season. Imagine doing that in the middle of August. No chance. You'll murder the players before the season starts. (laughs) So um, there's no gap there. The, the already the cup is kind of reduced to the minimum amount of games possible. I mean, if you think about it, there's a first round, a second round, uh, and then quarterfinals, semi final. The semi is, is two games, so that's six games. So there's not that many. And I think, you know, the European teams, the teams that are in Europe, don't go into the cup until the second round as well. So, yeah, right, yeah. so, so those teams are only playing five games. If they get to the final to win it, um, now for me the solution is you reduce the number of games, mm-hmm. and we're going we're going back to this conversation again, aren't we? Do you go to a one phase sixteen league, a uh, sixteen team league, 
and that way you get 30 games a season? Or do you go to like a 12-team league where you've got, um, what's that? There's 11, 22, 32 games per season. Now, I'm a more of a proponent of having still having the playoffs because, I mean, look look what's happening at the top of the table and at the bottom of the table to some extent. But the top of the table is, is insane. You know, there's derbies every week, every match day. There's three important games on, regardless of who's playing them, based off of where they're going to position themselves. Now, if you have a 16-team league... You're going to have more games that are like Nia Salamina versus Gamiodisa, for instance. Now, no disrespect to those two teams, but if you're coming to the end of the season, there's three, two or three games left of the season, and one team's in 10th and the other's in 11th. How many people are going to go to that game? Exactly, exactly. And the thing is, if you look at the fixture list. If we look at, say, for example, Abuel's fixture list, they're practically playing a game every six or seven days, practically. Um, if I remember right here, I've got it in front of me, that they had a gap 4th of November to the 13th of November. So that was, what, uh, nine days? Could they fit a game in there? Possibly. Wasn't that the internationals? Same. Yeah, exactly. There you go. There you go. So, so, so what do you do? I mean, the World Cup started, what, on the 20th of November and it ended on the 18th of December. During that time, Abuel had Omonia, Salamina, Bafo and Anorthosi. And then Aris was on the 22nd of December. So effectively five games during the World Cup or just before it, it, it ended. I should say, yeah, just after it ended, sorry. But where can you fit in these games? Because, look, January the 3rd, they played. January the 8th, they played. The 14th of Jan. 22nd of Jan, 28th of Jan. So they played five matches in January, right? February, 3rd, 11th, 19th, 25th. Then it was March, the March the 6th. Then the next game was the playoff, Omonia. So there was a gap of, of like five days. So when could they have fit all these games in? So as I said, on the one hand, I agree with Crespo that there are lots of games being played. As we've seen in Group B, it's just a preposterous amount of games. Yeah. But at the same time, where could they have fit it in? Because as you quite rightly mentioned, international breaks, there are too many of them, as far as I'm concerned, too many. Well, uh, I mean, one solution is for the teams to do better in Europe, puts the country coefficient up, which means the, qualif the qualifiers start later for teams. So they get a bit more of a break. Yeah, okay. But that, that's a very difficult um, solution given the quality of, of our teams. That's, that's the problem. And you, you've seen how many qualifying games that they're going to have to go through. Yeah. Um, but again, we, we could go on all day about this. I, I just don't know where the Cypriot FA could have moved these games. You know, because no, I said, if, if it, well, they couldn't. So if, 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 if there was a break for the World Cup and they did resume, say, on the 22nd of December, what about the four games? Where would they have put them? Well, so yeah, you you still you have would... players complaining. You still have players complaining that there are too many games because they'd be sandwiching them in between other game days. So one Saturday, then a Wednesday, and then a Sunday. 
it's, it's a it's a difficult one. It's a, it's a very difficult one. So I guess it just goes back to what you said about reducing reducing the teams in the league. But again, where does it stop? Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, I mean, the other thing is as well. You know, it's not like the World Cup was dropped on the Cyprus FA mm. like in August this year. So they had to rearrange things to try and organize themselves to sort it out. Yeah. They decided to many... increase they decided to increase the league to 14 teams. Yeah. But the thing is how many up war players were actually on World Cup duty? Uh none of them. None of them. Yeah. So it's not yeah, the, the, only, the only two the only two from Kipro were uh Name for Senegal. And Ansari Fad for Monia. Yeah. So only two teams suffered because of the World Cup, having yep. lost players. So it's not as if Abuel had players out and they weren't able to call upon them. So, again, it, it's one of those, I see his point, however, situations. Yeah. No, it's a very good point to make. Um you could argue, I mean, that there's a conversation that's happening all over the world at the moment. You know, they're talking in the Premier League, they're saying there's too many games, too many, uh, just, just too too many games going on. You know, we've got League Cup, FA Cup, you've got Premier League, you've got Champions League, especially these teams that are going further into the Champions League in the Premier League yeah. as well. So you've got a lot of that happening. There's the same argument in Spain. Again, they've got two uh, they've they've got two cups, the league, European competitions. Uh, they've got obviously the 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 other argument in Cyprus is the teams don't have the budget to have the same quality depth. players. Yeah. yeah, there's the same depth that you would have in a Premier League team, for instance. Like if we have a look at the top of the table uh, in the Premier League, so Man City. You know, they've got two or three players of the same quality in every position. Mm. Um, you know, you look, you, you kind of look across those bigger leagues and you see that. Whereas in Gibraltar, there's not the finances in place to be able to do that. No. I used to try and really hard for that, obviously, but um, there's, still, there's, there's still some issues to iron out. Of course, of course. Oh well. Anyway, yeah. I think that's a, this is a conversation that can last for, and I think we need to get more people on that uh, can give us their thoughts and opinions on it because I think we just need exactly. to show just for that. In all fairness, yeah. <laughs> uh, what to do yeah. with the league? Uh, the league table, and here it is. Addis lead the table, seventy-one points. Abuel second on sixty-eight. Ayek third on 62 points. They're still in with a chance of Europa League, or should I say Conference League? Sorry, forget it, because we don't get Europa League anymore. We're not good enough to get Europa League. But at the bottom, it's just as interesting with Olympiagos on 27 points, Agreda on 29. It's going to be a dogfight between Voxa and Baralimni. There's only one point that separates them. So, Thassomu, we know what's going to happen with um, the weekend. I'm, I'm guessing Omoni are going to Roll over for Aris. Can you see Abuel beating Abolon and taking it to the final day of the season? And also, who do you think is going to drop into the second division now that we've seen the difference between Doxa and Baralimni? 
Yeah, so I think, well, I mean, just for the story, you want Abuel to also win, don't you? That way, it really goes to that last game of the season, whether yeah. or not Abuel can beat Aris by two goals. Because mm-hmm. uh, the, just, just the tension and the drama in that one last 90 minutes of the season it's it's yeah. it's a story it's you you don't you don't have many opportunities for a result like that in the season do you no. so i i'm hoping for an abuel win just based off of that now yeah. um there's also the interesting thing of who comes into that third place as well so you've yeah. got Bafos and abolon um now before this weekend you'd think that the informed team at the moment is Abolon. So even though they're three points behind Ajax with the, just the two games left, can they... Uh, there's a question as to whether or not they'll be able to go over Ajax and Baffle. Watch this space. It'd be a very interesting one because uh, if they, they they need to beat Abuel to do that. So Yeah, they need to beat Abuel. And I think their final game, if I'm not mistaken, is... Buffer, is it buffer? Mm, tasty. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Ike face, um, who have they got next? Hey, well, it'd be Omo- wouldn't it be Omonia Buff- last game of the season? Yeah, they've got Omonia final game. Yeah. And if we win mm. the cup, I'm pretty sure we'll be in party mode and feet up and all that. So, again, lots of ifs and buts. But as for the bottom, mate. Still three games left. Still three yeah. games left for all the teams. So in yeah. theory, Olympiacos are eight points uh, off Luxa. So in, th- in theory, they still have a mathematical chance to make it. Based off of current form, they're down. Yeah, and it's not. It's not even close. I mean, look at that. They, they, they don't deserve to stay up. Sorry, sorry, Joel, because obviously, you know, we're, we're good friends with, jo- with Joel Mal, but. I mean, look, five wins all season. Yeah, it's it's not good. It's not good reading. Um, and the fact that in the fact that Agrida are above them now, the team that's yeah. conceded seventy goals this season. I mean, <laughs> it's it's unbelievable, isn't it? Seventy. So, yeah, yeah. I should have laughed, but my God. but they're, they're, again, they're only they're, they've got six points to make up. And nine points to play for, so you know I keep I keep I keep going for that meme, but not that meme, that gif of in Game of Thrones, where the, you know the 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 sword teacher is going to, uh, saying to what does we say to the god of death, and then uh, what's her name the, the the Stark daughter goes, not today, <laughs> and you're like ah, oh. and it's basically Akritas. they're like they're like they're like touching on the heartstrings. Except, you know, the last two games they've played Castellani instead of Onodi. That's annoying. But apart from that, you know, they're uh, they're, they're trying. Bless them, they are trying. Yeah. Uh, but really, I think it's just bar- it's, it's between Baralimni and Doxa. Now, I... <laughs> Baralimni, again, they're the informed team. But uh, I, I'd probably put Doxa staying up Okay, okay. Even, even, yeah. Well, I was going to say even due to their fixtures, but to be honest, as, as I mentioned earlier, the, it's the Anorthosi that, that it's Anorthosi Baralimni game that for me will put the nail in the coffin for them. But it's it's going to go uh, all yeah. the way. It's going to go mean, all the way, and, you, and they have a better goal. You want wood? 
Yeah, do you want wood then? Mm. <laughs> All right. So that's it for the uh, the group A. Let's move on to some other things, shall we? The uh, Players Football Awards, the Players Union got together and they made their votes for the nominees player of the season. I always like this one because you always get a few curveballs. Um, yeah. So, so let's, let's start with the goalkeepers, shall we? Let's start with the goalkeepers. And as you can see, you've got uh, Vanna Alves. You've got... Ah, you, you've, you've got um, the Abuel goalkeeper. Yeah, oh Belich. Goodness. Belich. Yeah. yeah, Pirich is there. And also our good friend. Yeah, Alexander Jovanovic. Jovanovic, yeah. Jovanovic. Yeah. Now, if you'd have asked me December... Who would you pick? I'd have said Pirich. 100%. Yeah. 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 I, think, now, I think that's why he's been included yeah. in, in this list, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I can't say anyone other... I'm sorry to say this, man, Jovanovic, because I love you, bro. But I think Vanna Alves has been fantastic majority of the season. And to be fair, he was my vote for number one goalkeeper last season, purely because it was his first season in Cyprus. But... Jovanovic deserved it. I'm not going to argue with that, but I think this season it has to go to Vanna. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be hard. Yeah, how 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 do I put this delicately? Um, I'm not going to put it delicately. <laughs> Vanna, Vanna Alves has a better defense in front of him as well. Yeah. Jovanovic yeah. has done a fantastic job compared to. The uh, def- you know, the people in front of him, so I think it's it's very very tight. You've got to think as well that it's I think it's the players that are voting for, yeah. for who are the best players as well. So, yeah. but I think I think it's between it's going to be a difficult one between Jovanovic and Alves. I don't think Piric has only been included in there because of obviously his great performances in the league before December and his performances in Europe as well have been really good. Belich has been put there because he saved a penalty twice. <laughs> no, to, be, to be fair, yeah, to be fair, he, he he has put in some good performances. He's put in some dodgy performances as well. I think he's been he's been a medium season, you know, for for a team like Abuel, they probably prefer a goalkeeper to be performing a bit better than he has. Mm-hmm. Saying again, he's done he's done well enough. He's done well enough, you know, and when yeah. he's been needed the most, for instance, those penalty saves, he has come up trumps for it. Yeah. But then again, I'm surprised that Muriel isn't even on that list because I know Ireland yeah. have fallen into drop B, but uh, group B, but you know, again, same with Belich, his defense has been good. Pe- um, Van Alves' so, defense has been good, yeah. but I think Muriel has been brilliant, even with yeah. a backline that, that's been leaking goals in group B anyway. But remember, they had a fantastic. Um, clean sheet record a few yeah. months ago. Yeah, 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 and I, yeah, and like you said, Muriel is a very important part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's. I think yeah, I think so. Jovanovic and Alves are there on merit through the whole season. Piric yeah. is there because of, um, the, you know, the European form he had, and Belic has been there obviously because of. I think it's mostly because of that headline grabbing, you know, he saved the two penalties, it got into a FIFA team of the week kind of thing. So uh, they had to include him in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's move yeah. on to 
the defense, the defense. And uh, interesting ones, Angel Garcia of AEC, Eric Boaki of Aris, Godzu Ekbolo. Didn't he join them in January? He did, um, yeah. Milicevic of AEC, Ikoko, Bafo, Crespo, Apoel, Kvida, Bafo, Susic, Apoel, Tomovic, AEC, Iago, Aris, Robert, Abolon, Sergiu, Salamina. That's a good one to have in there. And uh, Bilea. Another fantastic player for this season. So mm. I think a lot of, if most of them are deserved. I think Ekbolo, perhaps I wouldn't have put him in there because he hasn't been in the league long enough. Um, mm. what, what do you think, mate? Would you pick someone else instead of Ekbolo? Um, I'm just, I'm just going, I was recycling through a list to, to just um, Maybe I don't know. Maybe if you wanted like a shock one, you might put Avoni in there as well. Maybe yes, yes. Um, I'm just I'm just going through uh, through the list. Uh, <laughs> I want to I, I want to put any Omonia defenders in. Um, no, 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 no. Um, no, no that uh, would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, no, I think I, I think most of those are deserved. that are in there. I maybe. You wouldn't be tempted Maybe. to put Adenon in there, no? Oh, Adenon, no. Bless him. Bless him. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's going to be in the record books for all the wrong reasons, isn't he? But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, definitely the... But I think I can guess the, the top four. I want to see if you agree with me. But um, it'll be Bileas, Susic... Yes. Yes, Ikoko, and uh, I, I think it's either between Kvidal Boyaki. Oh, okay. What do you think? Well, in, in terms of the, the, the actual back line that they're going to go for at the end of the season, yeah, team of the season, oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'd definitely say Bilal 100%. Yeah. I think he's been fantastic. Suzic, yes, he scored some important goals this season for sure. Ah, it's difficult. It's difficult. I think Crespo will get in there. I think Crespo will get yeah. in there because he's had a good season. Uh, and for the fourth one, <sighs> see, it's difficult because uh... they've all they've all had pretty good seasons. The only one really that I think kind of has dropped off again it's the the, the Ayak back line. Yeah, Isevich and Tomovic. To, you know, once the playoffs have started, it seem to have dropped off in form. Yeah, uh, Joe, I'm gonna give it Yago. I'm gonna give it Yago. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it Yago, for sure, for sure. Okay, on to the next one. And we have, where is it, Stel? Come on, you've got it right in front of you. Why don't you just click it, click it up. Here we go. Here we go, Stel. Bravo. Right, so we've got Bashiru, my guy Bash, Gus Ledes of Ayek, Zoke, Aris, Sarfo, Abuel, Gane, Bafo, Morgan Brown, Aris, our guy, Dragomir, Bafo, Kiriago, Kambos, Abolon, who's... Going through a that's, renaissance now. That's a strange one, if you ask me. But yeah, go on. And uh, Humbos of Omonia. Now we got to choose. Do we choose four? or Do we choose two? Because there's loads of forwards. Yeah, so I guessing... don't know how they've. I don't know how they've worked this out. Like they've, they've just gone for central midfielders and just left it like that. And then we pick four out of the strikers. I think that's what they're going for here. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. like four-two-four. Well, yeah, but I'm guessing they're counting the wingers as strikers. Yeah, okay, okay. 
So who do you think the two will be? I, I think one of them is nailed on. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I know which one you've nailed on. Go on. It's, it's Bash, isn't it? No, 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 no. No, no you're not. As, you're, as well, you're, you're not going to be. Listen, you're not going to be biased. No, I'm, no, no, I'm going to. I'm going to be honest. You know, look, he's been by far one of our best players this season. I think yeah. him and Matthews have been sensational. But um, I think I, I think it's shocking. I think Sadfoy is the, the nailed on one. He, he's been yeah. brilliant this season. And you know, we were talking about him last week about how his form has dipped because he's he's tired. But I tell you what. Like last, the yeah, guys, last game, he, he picked yeah, it up. He, last game, actually, it was it was really good performance from him. The thing is, you you rarely see a bad performance from him. Like him and Bash, they're the two players that if they drop anything less than a seven out of ten, you think they're either injured or they're knackered. Mm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but then again, I, I I I really rate Gus Ledes. I really rate him. But to yeah. be honest, all of those players. All of those players, I, I like. Okay, Dragomir, I, I wouldn't have put him in there myself, but okay, he, I think he deserves to be there given his his um his change in form. But Zoke has been brilliant for yeah. for Aris. We we've spoke about him a few weeks ago, like the importance mm. of he scored that goal against Abolon, but he's been important. Morgan, you know, by society, he's been brilliant for them. Uh, Nam, brilliant. Uh, Humble, both of them. <laughs> All right, Humble Abolon, you know, since the turn of the year. Yeah, I think I think that's what you know. He, he only started playing. He, he only started playing for him again as yeah. soon as um, uh, Andone came back. Uh, sorry, I came back. Andone started managing. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you include him in there. They kind of just. I think they've got him in there for end of season stuff and maybe to have like a few more Gibrels. Yeah, possibly. Uh, but, but but yeah, I think I think it's, it's I, I think I'm agreeing with you. Uh, I'm surprised Kostadinov isn't there. To be honest, I'm surprised he's not in there. I think I think it's the same thing. Injuries. It is. He's he's only played maybe half the games this season. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. All right. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, let's go to the forwards then. Yep. <laughs> it's about sport yep. for choice. This is what I like though, because at least we're sport for choice when it comes to when it comes to the forwards. And yeah. wow, wow. <laughs> uh, crikey, we're going to Grushko, Aek, Gogorin, Aris, Kvilitaya, uh, Aboel, uh, Farage, Aek, Zairo, Bafo, Ansari, Fado, Monia, Benson, Aris. Why is he put as a forward? I swear he's an attacking midfielder. Valakari, uh, nice. the same. Babika, Gomis, Aris, Gaguli, uh, Omonia, Bita, Bolon, Loizu, Omonia, and Gavril, Agrida. Now, that's an interesting one. Yeah. That's an interesting one. But again, I guess, you know, they've had a bit of a, well, they've had a bad season, Agrida, but there's been some standout players. And I think Eraso should be there if you're going to put you know, Gavril there. But again, as you said, you need Gibray, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you that, I think you need that rhetoric. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why he's so, there. I think Gushko shouldn't be there either because he's been injured for half the season. Yeah, yeah. But then again, he started the season really well. So he did. I, you know what? If you asked me to pick four, I couldn't do it. I really no. couldn't do it. I couldn't because I, I couldn't leave out Gogorin. I couldn't leave out Farage. Farage has been sensational. Gomis and Babi. I mean, they're brilliant. Bitter. You, you cannot not put him in. Zyro, you can't not put him in. It's horrible. I, I, I'd hate to be the decision maker, honestly. And people are going to be yeah. arguing. But the good thing is, at least they're going to be arguing for, for something 
proper, nothing asinine. Do you get what I'm saying? It's a, it's yeah. a scary list of, of names. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been spoiled for choice this year. Yep. Definitely. I, I'm not going to be unfair and ask you if you have your four. <laughs> I mean, you could you, you could do. You, you so, got your four. Um, I don't I don't know if I've got. Let, let's. I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna think it out live. So let's let's see. So you got to have Gyro and Bitas for sure. Because those yeah. two, the ones that scored the most goals. Uh, after that, I'm just trying to pick one from Aris because of the, obviously they've been you know, that, that that strike force is fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd probably go for Gogorin, and then that leaves one place, uh, and I'd probably stick Farage in there. Oh, okay. There you go. I did it. I did okay. it. There you go. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna put the gun to my head now, aren't you? Oh yeah. I mean, you, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's like um, it's it's like at the end of the good and the bag of the nuclear where they're pointing <laughs> guns at each other. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. Well, I tell you what. It, it, just to be a football snob, right? I'm gonna go for a balanced team, right? I'm oh. not gonna go for like yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go for the balanced team, right? So. Okay. My wide men are going to be Farage because I love the guy. I, I just think yeah. he's a top player. He, he's too good for Cyprus. I'm sorry. I'm going to go for Farage on the left and I'm going to put Babika on the right purely for mm -hmm. consistency. I, I, it's difficult for me to pick him or Gomis. I, it's difficult mm -hmm. because I, I love Gomis as well. But I think Babika just edges it, just edges it. Um, so the, my, my number 10... Do you know what? I'm going to put Bitter there. I'm going to put Bitter as a, as, a, as the 10. Um, obviously, it's like a support striker because, look, I didn't expect him to have such a good season. I mean, I knew he was good, but let's get it right. This guy effectively was a left winger two years ago, and now he's one of the most clinical strikers in, in the league. So his work rate, his efforts, and the type of goals that he scores, we're not just talking about tappings here. The guy can head the ball. He, he's got his great left foot, the one-on-one -on -one situations. He's been brilliant. So he's going to be in my number 10. And my centre forward, I'm going to put Jairo. I'm going to put him up, uh, up front. I, I, it, it pains me to leave out Gogorin because he's been immense. It pains me to, yeah. to, to not even put Grushko because I think Grushko has been brilliant. But I think in terms of consistency, in terms of what they bring to the team and, and my system, of course, my system, that, that that's my that's my four forwards. Okay, but I mean, without these options in place, mm -hmm. does that change your team of the year? <sighs> I mean, let me think. Uh, like, so, 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 goalkeeper, for instance, would you pick a different goalkeeper to the four of the, of the, the choices? No, I'd pick Vanna. I'd pick Vanna. Yeah. Uh, sure. in, in, in defense, would you pick four others than the ones that are already shown? Uh, who are my four now? I forgot my four defenders. I went for, I went for Yago, Crespo, yeah, Susic, Susic, and Bilea. Uh, oh, this yeah. is difficult. What, what, what this, I'm saying this... is, would you pick somebody that hasn't been picked? But the, yeah, this is what I'm thinking. This this is what I'm thinking. 
because I can't off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone else apart from those different. I mean, look, I love Steve Yago, but he'd probably be the one out of the four that I would take out. I wouldn't remove Bilea because Bilea's been sensational. Yeah. Susic, fantastic, albeit he's had injuries, but you know, as I said, he scored some important goals, important assists this season. I think he's been very, very important to Abuel. Um, and obviously they miss him when he's out because Shebak isn't anywhere near as good, no disrespect. Crespo, leader, captain, uh, experience, you know, he knows the dark arts. Yeah, Abuov obviously improved defensively since he's joined. So again, he goes in. Again, Steve Yago, he's the one I'll take about. In terms of who would I put in, it's difficult for me to say, man. It's very difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult. It is, isn't it? When, you, when, you, when you've got all your options laid out like that, they're kind of the ones that you might have been thinking that were a bit, feel kind of go out the window. It's tough. It's like, like, even top six, who who would I put in? I don't know. I don't okay, know. I've, I've, got, I've got another question for you there then. So you've got, so they've put oh, Hamburg, they've put... Um, Loizu, uh, they've put Ansari Fad and they've put Gaguli. Yeah. Right. Would you have any of other Omonia players in there or not? Um, for his form since Sofroni has come in, certainly Pana, Pana Yodu, certainly mm-hmm. him. For the start he had to the season, especially when Yannick came in, I'd say Gidso. Okay. Uh, Matthews as well. Matthews is a name I'm surprised that wasn't there. Aside from that, no one really knows. What about what about Fabiano? Well, see, this is it. Because of the season that he's had in terms of injuries, because don't forget, he had, a, he had a pretty big injury at the beginning of the season that put him yeah. out for a couple months. He had that chest injury. Mm-hmm. If he'd have played, it may have made a difference. Um, so I think because he was out for a sustained period, then I think he had a couple of other injuries. He hasn't been ever present this season. He's missed a lot of games, Fabi. He's missed a lot of games. So I, I can't put him in based on that. I mean, I can't put him in based on his performance against Buffer. That wouldn't be fair on the other three goalkeepers that, that are on that yeah. list. Yeah. So just for this season and the injuries that the timeout that he's had, and obviously the dip in form, I wouldn't put him there. But I still, I still think he is the best in the in the in the league. I, I personally believe. Um, but again, you call it bias, granted, and, I, and I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll take that on the chin, on the chin for sure. But I think Vanna Alves has, has been the standout goalkeeper for me. You know? yeah. What about you? What, what would you see, change if you if you see, could? See, that's what, what the reason I asked you those questions was because I was trying to think of a name that might be missing on there that's not on there, and there's one that just popped into my head. Chibola? No, 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 no. Is it a Group A? No. Group B. Yeah. Let me let me think. Let me think. Guerrero. No. Doregara is not on there. Ah yes, yes. And he's what third top goal scorer in the league. Yeah. And yeah, he's that's been. It's he, not like you know. He's uh, okay. He didn't start off the season great. But as the season's gone on, he's been he's been he's been fantastic. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a point. And, that's a fair point. Uh, 
see, it's it's weird having this list in front of you because you know I would have I would have had Dorek arise somewhere there there or thereabouts, but his name completely dropped out of my head because <laughs> because he wasn't on there. But yeah. What I will say though, I think it's easier to remove players from that list. Yeah, than to add. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Is it, well, look, with the goalkeepers, okay, I'm not going to argue with that. I'm not going to argue yeah. with the goalkeepers, all right? But defenders, I think Ekbola would go out for me. Yeah. I think he'd be the, the main one that goes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, midfield, Bashor Humbo. Yeah. Bashor Humbo. You know, again, what, what about Gane? He, he's had a good season. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I think he's had a good season. Uh, who else? Uh, we mentioned Kostadinov. He's yeah. had a good season, all right, albeit injuries, whatever. Um, who else? Who else? Even Chibola, you could argue, until he picked up his injury, he was sensational for Ayl. Yeah, yeah. So, again, I think it's easier to remove the players than to than to put them in. Um, Gagouli, I can I can see why Gagouli's in there, because he scored a very good amount of goals this, this season. Loizu... A bit on the fence with that one, to be fair, because he's been hit, miss, or maybe this season. He didn't start off well. In fact, he wasn't even in the, in the squad for a few weeks because of a, a contractual issue or dispute with the club. So he hasn't been consistent. Yeah. Even Kvilidaya, you could argue, why is he there? Now, you could yeah. argue why he is there, but at the same time, he hasn't been that that goal scorer that you'd, you'd expect from him. So, yeah. again... And obviously, you have real, uh, have real, you know, yeah, yeah. Supreme <clears throat> quota. Yeah. We don't speak. <laughs> we don't yeah. speak about this. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Is is there anything else that we need to touch on before we before we end? Because we've done pretty well for time. Actually, we haven't gone for two hours. We've done an hour and twenty four, which is which is pretty decent for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. I'm just I'm just going through news. Uh, the only thing I can think this. of is maybe like second division where there was the the, the rumour about um, Al-Ghi returning from the dead and amalgamating with uh, Ormidia <laughs> again. <laughs> nah, yeah. So there, so there was, a, yeah, like you said, there was the rumour that was going on, going around, but then the uh, Ormidia, the, the club, uh, actually came out a couple of days ago on their Facebook page to refute those rumours to say, mm-hmm. that ain't happening, boy. Nah, nah, not here. But, you know, never say never. I think there was, obviously, because they had Misa kind of uh, on their last legs, as uh, I think I think you mentioned talks of maybe there being a merger, which yeah. um, there's no love lost between those two teams, but again, there wasn't any love lost between Epa and Bezobodigos, and they became Ayek. So, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. How well, that actually, happens. there is one story, and to be honest, I'm trying to find it online because I saw it the other day, and I forget which bloody website it was on. But there was a report that Bayer, their new head coach, you heard about this one? No. Right. There's a rumor going around. Again, I, I need to find the website because I saw it on Twitter and I clicked into it and I didn't save the bloody link and I needed to put it. So according to one website, so apologies for, for not uh, quoting you or giving the, you the credit you deserve. According to one web- website, the new Bayer head coach, 
They are a team from Buffer, second division. Jason Punchin. Ah. That's the rumor. I need to find the link, though, just to um, back it up. But when I do, I'll send it over to you, <laughs> for sure. Yes, yes, please do. That's a very interesting one. But that's that a, that that's a, a very rumor interesting that was... one, isn't it? And to be honest, it does make sense. And I'll tell you why, because I know Jason was doing his coaching badges for while he's been out in Cyprus, he's been doing them. Um, and obviously he's without a club. He's looking to get into coaching, management, etc., or even be a player coach. I don't know. Um, but Bay obviously linked with FC Buffer. In fact, that Buffer are going to be using Bayer Stadium next season, aren't they? Yep. Yeah, well, so, I mean, that's one of the options that they're discussing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's that possibility. But yeah, it, it makes sense because obviously... Uh, Jason has still got his links with with Buffer. Uh, got a good relationship with him. I st- I'm, I'm racking my brain in to to remember which website I found it okay. on. Honestly, well, it's doing well, my head well, in now. While you're doing that, I'll just run through some very quick ones. Yeah, yeah, so you we, do that. You do that. We, so we talked about Bursaidi uh, leaving Salamina. Obviously, that that means they don't need to worry about his massive uh, wages cutting a hole in their budget so now they've started talking to the players to extend their contracts so they've uh so miguelito and carlitos have um extended their contracts out now so i mean they've been very important to them for that big run of form that they've had over this season uh so that's that's very good news for them some good news for uh uh is that there's even more rumors of him staying next season and this is according to Gerkida that he's staying next season Anorthosis because apparently team insiders believe his performances will improve if he's surrounded by better players now to be fair to absolutely everyone that would be the case with any footballer no (laughs) if you're surrounded by better players it will make you better as well Anyway, well, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll I'll leave that I'll leave that there. Um, yeah. Let's see what what well, else. Um, ah, that's it. I think we covered everything else. Yeah, it's quite that's heavy. it, mate. That's quite weak. I'm I'm struggling to find this flipping website. I'm struggling to find it. Is it? Hey, it's oh, us. I'm we're saying we're starting the rumor. It's it's us. <laughs> No, I need to find it. I need to find it because it's doing my head in. It's, I've just checked Gerkida. It's not Gerkida. Um, let me check uh, Supersport. Um, if, if, I, if I find it before you, are you going to be annoyed? No, no, I won't be annoyed. I won't be annoyed. Oh, I, then I'm, I'm be... going to stop looking. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, viewers. I'm sorry, listeners. I, I can't. Sorry. I can't find it. I can't find it. But... Yeah, that, that was the rumour. When I find it, do you know what I'm going to find it? I'm going to send it to you. I'll be like, fucking up. But yeah, so that, that was the rumour. Um, I don't know anything about it personally. Um, but what, look out, I guess. Um, watch yeah. the space. So there you go. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we, we need to discuss. Um, uh, enough boys no. so who's changed their badge. There you go. They did the weird... Yeah. Yeah, they did a weird. Uh, you can bring this in post if you want, but they did a weird uh, kind of like Terminator kind of future blob time travel blob <laughs> thing, where they started off with their with their old badge, 
and then the blob appears and then the new badge comes up and to tell you the truth they didn't change much <laughs> yeah, it's 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 it's, it, okay. it, it, it's it's on my hold on um, because it, it's all mirrored it's on my uh it's, it's on my twitter if you want to look for it it's at flares cafes on twitter okay okay oh one yeah. minute one minute one minute one minute i have think i may it? have found it i think i may have found it let me let me just uh go into the the website it was super sport it was super sport it is hang about where is it come on come on come on it was dated the 9th of may so i'm gonna have to uh go and find it very very quickly where is it where is it where is it come here all right for me come on still come on so you can do this you can do this you can do this Ebomini, next page uh they, they fill the pages up with so much bloody crap <laughs> honestly you're, fl you're you're looking at the headlines it's like what is this no one needs to know about this well, what are you doing super sport Where's, ah here we go right so drum roll please uh, share screen. There we go. Jason Pantheon. There you go. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Shall I translate it? Let me go to Google Translate. Here we go. Jason Pantheon is preparing to go into coaching, and it's possible that the first team he takes over will be from our parts, as in our, not our private parts, but our parts, as in Cyprus. Bayer 2014 seems to include him in his list. There you yep. go. Yep. You exactly. Go. Hey, I wasn't bullshitting. It was there. It was there. Thank you for being patient with me, Thassel. <laughs> oh, it's all right. It's all right. I've got nowhere else to be. Crikey. Well, it, it is 20 to midnight in Cyprus now. So, yeah, that's it. Bed. That's it. I don't blame you. But, boys and girls, before we wrap it up, I am hoping, because I, I just need to get confirmation, that tomorrow... I'll be recording a podcast with Emeka. Now, for those of you who don't know, Emeka is a very big YouTuber. And what he does, he just goes abroad to various countries <laughs> um, and, and does video uh, blogs. Let me find it. American Soccer Fan. I need to find the name of the website. I'm, I'm really ill-prepared. Uh, here we go. It's called Emeka Reacts. So I'm hoping to get Mr. Reacts on tomorrow's podcast to uh, talk about Cypriot Fool, because as far as I understand, he will be going to Upwell against Aris on the final day of the season. And this is his site. As you can see, he's got a lot of uh, subscribers, a lot of views. He went to Hammarby. He went to Feyenoord when they won the league title. Your Gardens. Um, and he's done other reviews as well. So hopefully we'll get him on. Hopefully we'll get him on tomorrow's pod. And that will be released soon sadly i'm taking my son to the zoo so i don't blame you i don't yeah. blame you it's cyprus it's cyprus. you know so um yeah I, anyway I, I, I had to bring him to cyprus for him to see some elephants you know normal normal <laughs> stuff <laughs> that's all right there, yeah. there, there might be a cypriot elephants they might be very welcoming they might oh yeah yeah you know, you know i mean they're, 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 they'll all be kellyers like us and one of them will be called bedri you know and, and the greek <laughs> goodbye will be brilliant you know <laughs> <laughs> You're not going anywhere. <laughs> you can't yeah, go through the door. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, well, I won't be in, you know, if it tells me to not go anywhere, I'm going to listen to it. Oh, you're going to be talking about you sound like you're beginning to become that meme, you know, don't go anywhere. Have you seen that one? The guy gets hit by the bike. Why are you coming fast? You haven't seen uh, it. Yes, yes, no, I have yeah. seen it. Don't go anywhere. I've seen that one. 
I've seen that. Look at my head. Is it bleeding? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at This Is Mappa. Thasso is on Flares Cafes. Cafes. Uh, we've, go. got the, we've got the Facebook, we've got the Discord, we've Discord, got uh, yes. we've got all the all, all those businesses. Absolutely, absolutely. And thank you once again to the Fine Harvest for sponsoring us. And if anyone would like to sponsor this pod, we're actually giving people the opportunity to sponsor this pod for free. So if you have a business or anything that you want to promote, get in touch with us. And uh, we are more than happy to uh, to put your logo as you can see, right? Yeah, it's mirrored. There you go. I'll get a hang of it one day. So until next time, boys and girls, we'll see you very, very soon.